divine source. Thank you, love. Thank you, angels. Thank you, beings. Thank you, you. Thank you, everyone and everything that's working together so harmoniously for this life to be so sweet. May this current share and also everything else in all of our lives come together and help us to feel into the truth of who we are, which is love. Thank you, thank you. Today, we are going to talk about an experience that I had recently <laughs> that I just feel like sharing kind of behind the scenes. And I think it all comes together in something that I'm learning as I'm, I've been working on this book called The Psychic Pathway Workbook by Sonia Choquette. And I've loved her for a while. She shares really beautifully about angels and all kinds of spirit guides and this beautiful guidance system. And in this one, it's incredible. She's helping us to tap into our own internal gifts of intuition that already are guiding our lives, at least on some level. So that's for you being here with me. And that's for me being here with you. We're intuitively connected. We've been drawn through a series of events to, to commune together. <laughs> and we have this beautiful opportunity to come more clearly into that. And something that she shared from that recently is when we start to tap in to our flow, to divine guidance, to this vital love force that's inside of everything that makes plants so green, that makes our eyes sparkle. When we do that, life becomes fun and we start to see how easy everything is. When we stop making excuses for not following our heart, we let go of that and we just say yes. And it's the things you know and I know. Like, it's funny. She shares all these stories of people coming to her for, for guidance. But most of the time, the reason why the person is there is because they basically already know what she's going to say. And what she's doing is helping them to connect furthermore into their own intuitive guidance system. That's why she's there. She shares specifics in order to gain their trust to help them to know and feel that, okay, she's telling the truth, but what she'll then do is steer them back into their own hearts and what they know is true and what they've known all along. And there's all this, these other voices going on and all these pressures from family members, everybody about what's right. And it's time for us to let go of those kinds of pressures and come more fully into our voice. And that's what I've been doing lately as well. I've been coming more fully into a true expression of who I am. And I'm very different than my family members and have 
lots of different views and I'm extremely tied into conscious communities and awakened groups and spiritually connected and just like it's funny like I'll tell Elliot my partner that I'm how I feel about something and then I'll just say I just know I just know and he'll say but why and then I'll be like oh because of a b and c but I didn't know a b and c first I just knew initially and and then a b and c comes up because it's like okay it's real guidance it's real, real, real guidance that we're receiving from the higher ups, from our higher selves, from higher source, from the source of all of us, this beautiful, unconditionally loving whatever that's like, dudes, you know what you need. <laughs> so we all have that connection at all times. Today's sharing is just a call for us to follow that, to follow it in all the ways that we know best. And I'll be sharing a story about um, my dialogue with Eckhart Tolle that miraculously happened recently. And it wouldn't have happened if I had not just calmed down and come into that inner that inner relationship with myself. He's someone who I've been following for like 10 years and and this is like a big experience for me to be able to connect with him in that way. So I'm really glad that my heart was there in it and willing to like to rest and like willing to 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 be there when I needed it so I didn't screw it up like you know but before I mention that story I just want to say that like when we connect and we start to let go of all that extra stuff that's like obviously it's not important to us like everybody else's opinion and approval of what we should do we let go of that and we just tune into ourselves and our own inner guidance system Life does flow. Life becomes easy and it becomes fun. And we start to realize, wow, it's really been this easy. And we start to see signs like all over the place. And you can ask for signs and expect them and receive guidance through interactions and through things that you see and through things that you hear. And you can start to tune into your senses, your extra senses like not just the regular five but then you've got the sixth sense and then probably the seventh eighth ninth tenth probably in alignment with the chakras or whatever so you know we have this opportunity to come into this higher beingness and regardless of what's now being circulated on media that it does not dictate who we are and that does not dictate our highest potential so the things even if we're exposed a lot to something that's saying that we're bodies and that's it and like you know blah 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 that whole script that doesn't mean it's true just because that's the most prevalent voice in fact any time that something momentous has happened very very typically I mean almost by definition I think it's been one among the masses who has seen it 
It's been the one voice. It's been the the minority. It's been the the few who have been attuned to what is the human potential for that moment. Human potential in humanity and divinity, in connection as an instrument for divine love to flow through into this moment now. And also before I share this story one time, I just want to mention, because I feel it'll be relevant for everyone here, because if you are listening, you are definitely an empath. Everybody is an empath to some degree, but you're one of the more sensitive ones. And you are very powerful and very special and gifted. Yes, it is true. I know it 100%. If you are hearing this, yes, you're special, you're gifted. Now, it may not feel necessarily like you're the most vital all the time. And that's why I'm sharing this one gift with you right now, as you are the gift also. But this is a gift for the gift. It is an aura clearing. So as sensitive people, we can be around other people and then sometimes some of their energy can get mixed up around our aura and then it can even if they're not doing if they're if they're negative towards us maybe they're jealous or something whatever it is that can actually then cause things to happen to our aura where it needs to be repaired and it needs to be cleared So this is something that you can do all the time for yourself. And we're just going to do right now in the middle of it because I think it's needed. And, um, and this is good for everybody, but it's good for us in particular who are sensitive and psychically gifted people, or you can use whatever word you want. I mean, psychic, you know, is just connecting with the inner spark of divine light, right? It's just, it's simple. It never comes down to what the word is. So we're in tune and we're wanting to be following our hearts. We're wanting to be in this very beautiful, powerful life. But sometimes because we're open with our hearts, that can make us more sensitive. And so now we need to. And also, you may be doing works of service in areas where it's people who have not been treated the best. So that's very common, definitely, right? Like if you help homeless people or if you help orphanages or or perhaps elderly folks if you help elderly folks or if you um, are even helping a relative who's maybe got some karmic debris flittering about around because they're they need help right Um, or it could be anybody anything or you know whatever it is so we want to have our aura be repaired and cleared and healed this aura that's the outer part of our energy field is something that's very protective for us Uh, it's like a layer of light that flows around us and some people can actually see them and i have seen auras at times on some levels i can typically see the light around a person as like a golden light. I think that's like the aura. I mean, I I believe it's like the beginning part of seeing it. However, 
it has all different colors. It's got, it, there's all different aspects to it, but it's, it's protective and it's beautiful. It's supposed to be like this clear thing, but if we are around people who either are not good to us or just are having a hard time in general, that can affect our aura as well. So right now we're just going to relax. Um, you can do this anytime that you want to. And it, it's only going to improve further and further. And it's like how we would take a shower. Actually, even taking a shower can help your aura. <laughs> but um, you would take a shower to wash off your skin. This is like that for the aura. So it can be nice and clean and your energy can be very beautifully encapsulated by love. So we're just going to breathe in deeply. Breathe out. Anything extra. And just relax wherever you are. Perhaps you're sitting or standing or laying down. Everything's fine. And just relaxing and not having to do anything. And now... We're just envisioning a white light all around our bodies and about a foot around our body in every direction. And this is the white light of love. It's purifying, clearing, cleansing, taking care, just removing anything that doesn't belong in the aura. Repairing the aura. It's just love, pure, gentle love. So, just repairing in all the areas over the entire surface of the aura, front and back of our body, the sides, top and bottom, in the way that the aura is meant to be. And that white light is just pulsing with love, radiating in all directions, and even beginning to spread out farther beyond our aura. It's just pure love. Everything that's being removed is going into the earth, or going wherever it is best, wherever it belongs, where it will be. Come love. And we're just letting this beautiful, warm, comforting, loving light energy flow all around the whole aura, just taking care. And now we're beginning to feel grateful because we can feel lightness about us and we're beginning actually to glow as well. You can see it in your eyes if you look in the mirror. And we're just feeling this gratitude to be here, to be able to be healed and loved and taken care of so completely and realizing that when we are in a blanket of love, that's how we can better help all beings. First, we are loved, and then we are able to better help and to better share love with everyone else. When it is right, 
when it is symbiotic, when we are able, when we are comfortable, when we are healed. And then we can just smile and just let ourselves be grateful because our auras are much more beautiful and clear than they were moments ago. We can do this at any time. Anytime. You do not need my voice for this. You can do this yourself. Just envision that beautiful white loving light. Just first take a couple breaths. Then let that whole white healing light of love flow all around your whole aura, front, back, every part. And then just feel that gratitude as everything's being removed that's not the best. And then return wherever it needs to go. And then the love is replacing everything with just however the aura is meant and designed to be. Just the clear, beautiful energy field that surrounds us. Thank you for sharing that with me, for being here, and for being so beautiful. Look at you. <laughs> so in that bright, beautiful sharing that we are right now, I will share this story, which is definitely a behind-the-scenes thing that's like I can't believe this it was ridiculous I have to share it though so I am in the school of awakening which is like called the I don't know advanced presence thing or whatever it's the quote-unquote advanced Eckhart Tolle teachings and so what it's like a year program or something and we basically have lessons every week and then you know, it's either a video or like um, every other week he'll, Eckhart will do a video and then a live one. And then Kim, his wife, will do one as well every other week. And so it's like the School of Awakening. And it's his current, it's one of his current classes that he teaches or whatever. So anyways, I'm in it. It's been very moving. Actually, I, when I started it last, in, um, it had to have been... October, my dad passed away like a week afterwards. So it was it, like, it was definitely there at the right time to help me to be into a place of presence as I'm healing and grieving and letting go and celebrating. <laughs> Isn't that funny? All those things. And, and also embracing, you know, just yes yes to life and yes to love and yes to the gifts that are given to us through our amazing family that are here so that's what i've been doing anyways you also have a chance to submit a question for the live ones so i have been submitting questions each time i know i learned this as um i guess when was it you know, it was actually when I started my spiritual practice. It wasn't in college, really. But I learned that when you have the interaction with the teacher, when you ask the question, you get another level of learning. So you, you put yourself out there, you're vulnerable, and, and you get a huge, huge gift out of it because everybody learns at the same time as you. So if you're ever doing a spiritual program, be the one to ask the question. 
if you can, if you can possibly open yourself to any question coming out of you, be the one to ask it because then you, you get to be an instrument for everybody else to learn through and you receive amazing gifts from that. So that's been for sure true through my practices of Buddhism and Reiki and and this presence stuff. Anyways, I had been chosen one time for the live audience with Eckhart before and they didn't get to my question, but it was very transcendent being able to be there. And then um, for Kim Eng, I did get to ask her a question and it was very moving. And I had asked a question to her about, can I still be like, essentially be at the same level of presence, which is an egoic question to say the same level, but like the same, if I, can I really, can I be as present while being a mom, you know, if, if if I'm being distracted or whatever. And she said a wonderful thing about how I am getting to be a role model and that this is what my life is right now. And it's what I chose and it's where I'm supposed to be. So this is where I'm meant to learn my lessons. And so that was really beautiful. And then it was very relevant to this because now, okay, I've got, I've got an email and they said, you're invited to the audience for Eckhart Tolle. And I was like, the live audience, I was like, sweet, you know, and it didn't say anything about asking a question. So I assumed I was just in the audience. I wouldn't be answering or asking a question. And, um, and I don't think I'll say what the question was because this one seems a little bit, it's a special one. And I don't want to share something with you if it's not the right, if it doesn't have the right, like context for that, that particular one. So, but I did have a question. I had submitted a question. And so I, I'm there. I have my baby Gwendolyn because I was like, I'm just going to be in the audience so I can have her there. And plus Kim Ng was like, said it was fine. You know, I was just like, I feel fine about this. This is good. So I, 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 I'm in it. And then we, we started and there's like this, they prep you before because they're doing like a sound check and I barely get on. I got on with only one minute to spare before they were going to do the cutoff time. They not let me in because I was like doing all these preparation mom things, changing a million diapers and like all these things all the way up to the moment. And then I got in and I got there just, and then they, they checked my sound right away. And, and I'm like, Oh, okay, that's weird. And then they checked everybody's sound, I guess. And then I'm like sitting there holding Gwendolyn and Gwendolyn's fine. And then, um, Eckhart joins and it's great. And then, um, we go live and we're on with, and Eckhart's starting to do, he, he does a talk before and before he answers questions. And then, so he's starting to do his talk and then I get a chat notification on my screen. It says, you're the first up to ask a question. Here's your question. And then they pasted my question there. And I was like, Oh, what? Like, what? Wait, what? Like, do, I, what? I, <laughs> I was like, oh, and by the way, this is um, last Thursday. So it was like a few days ago. I was like, 
wait, no, what, huh? And then I was like super ecstatic. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad. And I was like, it was so perfect because my ego didn't get away to get built up around this whole thing. I didn't even know about it. So I'm not like this shell of a thing and I'm just like ready to do it. So he's talking and I'm like blissed out. I'm so happy. And then... Gwendolyn starts stripping out and I'm like oh no she's like crying and I'm like oh my gosh what do I do and then she reaches out and grabs a cup of cool tea it wasn't hot thank god but it was cold tea she grabs it and she pours it everywhere she pours it all over the computer all over the ground and here I am I'm on video with all these people Eckhart included he can see me and I've just had this huge thing happen behind the scenes and I'm just trying to like smile and be like, okay, what do I do? So I'm like, I tried to dabble it off of the computer, but it like wasn't working great. I tried dabbling it off. I tried getting it off like, and I couldn't really move too much because I'm holding Gwendolyn. And then like I, I got a fair amount of it off, but then all of a sudden the screen goes away. I can still hear him, but the screens, that screen part is gone and I'm on the regular desktop and then the the mouse part pad isn't working. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't see the question. The mouse thing's not working. Um, Eckhart's still talking, but I'm supposed to ask my question soon. This is like a culminating moment of my life because I've really wanted to connect with Eckhart for a long time in that way. Like consciously, like, you know, I mean, not just consciously, but like I wanted to talk to him for a long time and it's been so long, like a decade, I think of doing this stuff, practicing. And, and so I'm like, I have this moment where I'm like, Oh my God, what do I do? And I was like, okay, this is what this is for. I'm meant to be present in these moments and relax. So I just took a breath and relaxed and was feeling grateful and happy and then in that moment, I remembered, oh, the screen is touch screen on that computer. I was borrowing Elliot's computer, which <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, he, I, he leaves me for two seconds and then it's like this. So then I'm like, oh, okay. So then I do the touch screen thing and I find it, I pull the screen back up again. I'm seeing Eckhart. It's amazing. I'm like, yes, thank God. I can see my question. I can see him. Okay, that part's solved. But Gwendolyn's tripping out also. She's crying. Nobody wants to answer a question of somebody whose baby is crying. Huh, Gwendolyn? Yes, my girl. Yes, my sweet girl. So, so that part got solved about the scream coming back. But now I have to find this. So I very quickly am like, okay, I take her off of me, and then that doesn't work. Um, so then I check her diaper, and I and I'm like, oh, she needs a change of diaper. So I change her diaper super quick, all while everybody can see me on the screen, and I'm like trying to be as like poised as possible. I'm literally like dripping sweat at this point because <laughs> I'm like trying to do, get ready for this and like make everything okay. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so then I change your diaper super quick and then I decide, okay, I'm going to wear her. And then it comes on and they're like, okay, uh, least the first question, Lisa and Eckhart's like, hi, Lisa. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then Gwendolyn's like pretty calm. But then she starts to go again. And I know she needs to nurse. So while I'm asking the question, 
I have to nurse her on the screen with like all the people or whatever. They couldn't see anything because I'm wearing her. So it's like, you know, but it was like probably the noises. I don't even know. It was so like, oh my gosh. It was like another level of being a mama on in. Oh my gosh. Because th this is live, but it's also viewed by like a lot of people. Whoever's in the School of Awakening. I don't know how many people. It's probably like thousands of people. I have no idea. So, yeah, it was, um, <laughs> so I'm like nursing Gwendolyn while asking Eckhart this question. And luckily he's so sweet and just like totally nice. And he's like, oh, good question. And then just like goes on to answer it. And then eventually they mute me because probably the nursing sounds, I imagine, or Gwendolyn's just also making sounds in general. So... And so he can concentrate or whatever. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that happened. That, that like, it was so intense. I almost missed the whole thing because of just, I just, you know, I don't even know. But it, it, it worked out okay. It worked out good. And I was able to connect and share and talk and, um, and have that experience. I didn't, I didn't remove that from myself because I stayed calm even when it seemed like things weren't going well at all. And, and I think that kind of works for us for everything. So even in a moment where you're like, oh, like, you know, I don't feel good or whatever. At that moment, you have a choice. You can choose to, to see that as your reality and just be like, well, too bad, you know, too bad the tea's got spilled on the computer. Um, or you can say, you know what, I'm going to feel grateful for this lesson and what it gave me and thank it and say, I don't need that unwellness anymore. I'm coming back into this present moment and I'm going to feel grateful for this beautiful body, heart, soul, mind, every part of me that is here right now and able to thrive at every minute. Gwendolyn. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We are always being given these chances. So, yeah, I mean, every moment is an opportunity to be present. And it's like, it's almost like just these different experiences are really tailor-made for us to bring us into a more... Um, constant state of love with ourselves oh I'll share one a couple more things just I did this high vibe challenge this week and this past week and one of the things was um, that you can do to raise your vibration is to high five yourself in the mirror each morning just like it's an energy transfer and it's just like it's it's a really good feeling. It's silly, but it's sweet. And it, it does uplift your morning. You can also high-five somebody else in the morning if you have other people with you. But super cool high-five yourself. Just smile and be like, yes, we got this. And also to play an uplifting song in the morning. Like, it programs us. We're very, very open in the morning and in the nighttime. Both of those times, whatever you're inputting into yourself, it's going to have an effect on you. 
So very good to do a song that's uplifting. Um, I recommend the one oh, called, I've been listening to this one, Good Morning by Chances Are Good. And the R is the letter R for his name. So highly recommend and super sweet. And it's called Good Morning by Chances Are Good is a song. And it's like the idea is that it's walk on music. So it's like every celebrity, every epic person has walk on music, right? So you should too, because you're epic. You are. All right. Thanks for listening to my story. It was random and, um, but also full of lessons and help me be calm and just like, just know that the universe has our back as, um, I think your name's Gabrielle Bernstein would say. And we are being supported. So we're being nurtured and, and we're here to find us really ultimately. Oh, and one more thing, Louise Hay, I just was listening to her and she said that, um, learning to love yourself is like learning to fly. So it's just like flying so high when you learn to love yourself more and more. So let's do it. Okay. You love you all of me and We'll make the whole world full of flying, loving, beautiful, wonderful people who deserve it. You know that? You deserve to be loved. Thank you for being here. This was a random, I don't even know what I'll title this one, a random mix of things, but um, I love you, and I'm so glad that you're here, and life kind of is like that. It's so many things, but it turns out it's not really actually random. This stuff will be useful to the right people. And it's coming at the right time for those of you who are listening. So something or some things here might really stand out for you and help you to feel more into a loving, wonderful life for yourself. Thank you so much for being here. So much love. Peace.